Hello everyone, Neil Patelia. Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Indian Startup Show. So today I speak to Kunal Chandi Ramani. He's the founder and CEO of not one but two startups, a TEDx speaker and an international best-selling author while still at school. Amazing stuff. So he talks about his love of startups, his love of innovation, uh, waking up at 4.45am and he will tell you how to come up with amazing value propositions and validate your ideas and how to motivate yourself. And finally, we have some chat about Albert Einstein and Jeff Bezos. So please enjoy the show. Thank you. Hello, Colonel. Thank you for coming on the Indian Startup Show today. It's so great being here, Neil. Uh, please tell the listeners what you do. So I run two companies, apart from which I'm a selling author. And I'm 15. I'm an honorary advisor to KKEL, Kangaroo Kids Education Limited. That is Asia's largest, edu- largest, largest in fact, most trusted education brand apart from which i'm also a tedx speaker i basically innovate things which people say cannot be innovated further so innovating they innovated excellent you're the youngest person uh, so far on the indian startup show how did you get started with all this so i remember my journey started when i ended up googling how to make google so when i got my, so when i got my first laptop i was one of those really curious thoughts and I got my first laptop and like within the first weekend, I was, I, I was so impressed by the search engine that I ended up asking the search engine how to make the search engine. And that's where I jumped into coding and development. I started with coding and as I started with coding, I started working on my company, working on projects, which later when I turned them into companies, I got into a more business side of things. And that's when I realized that how how wonderful and how empowering the ecosystem is. Mm-hmm. That now when I now when I work so much much more on the business side rather than the coding side, and I have people under me for the coding side, I feel that how the ecosystem empowered me to go ahead and work on myself, work on my companies, and how 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 supportive other ecosystem uh, dignitaries were. It becomes a responsibility to be uh, similar there. Yeah, talk about these two startups then. What what they actually do? So okay, so what Kstar? So Kstar is an independent e-commerce provider. So basically, what we do is that when at uh, when at one end Amazon is thriving, a lot of the handicrafts in India, as in the uh, rural side of the country, which creates some amazing handicrafts, is getting left behind in the whole uh, e-commerce revolution. We work on them. So basically, in five minutes, they can set up an online store. In the next five minutes, they can add products. Mm-hmm. And these are the same people who send you a WhatsApp link and you have to buy online through the WhatsApp link and you have to transfer amount into their bank. Mm-hmm. So they simply share the link and they have a full online store in 10 minutes. And in the next, and in the next five minutes, what they do is simply uh, get the orders. And as soon as they accept the order, one of our partners, which is Kaputa, uh, which further links us to FedEx and Blue Dart mm. uh, comes and collects the product directly from their house and delivers it to their customers. Mm. So in 15 minutes, they're all set to sell online their handicrafts and the money. And the best part is that the, all the amount comes directly into their bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And how did you come up with that idea? What, what was the research behind that? And I saw people having so much excess talk but lacking access to the world of internet mm. and how dangerous it was getting for them. 
the same people if they just had access to quality internet could probably target a national market and how the excess stock was probably putting burdens on them mm-hmm. and that's where i that's when i was a lot into coding so that's when i decided to take this as a project and within no time we started boosting our user bases boosting our customers and getting such amazing uh, mails that i decided to take it forward as a startup and today it is, today it is one of central india's fastest growing e-commerce e-commerce independent e-commerce brands can you share some stats then i mean how many customers have you had are you making money out of it etc uh so we uh so i'm not sure if i'll be able to due to privacy and all they said the exact number but we are more than more than uh, more than about 50000 customers mm-hmm. on kesta but the thing is that what we what one major thing with us is that uh like see I'm, i decided that so i had two doors in front of me whether to take the door which would lead to a lot of uh, profits mm-hmm. or to take the door which would lead to a lot of impact mm-hmm. so i told my so the option was that either impact 100000 people and get a dollar out of each or impact 100 people and get uh, get a thousand dollar get thousand dollars out of each the amount was the same but the impact was more so that's what with kstar the monetary part is completely aside like with kstar we in the middle displayed advertisements and guess what the market we were targeting advertisements did not load in the internet connection they had so that is the thing with us so we decided to keep it only based on impact so currently although we have amazing valuation but the thing is that we've kept it limited to impact that we want to impact as many people as possible impact 100000 people without earning anything rather than earning out uh, earning 100000 out of 100 people mm-hmm. and so um, to, yeah talk talk about your other startup then <clears throat> yeah so my other startup is something i i we so this was like this was one of my first companies i started this long like 5 years back this was the first thing i started working on but like around 2 months back we decided to take this down and we brought it up like a few days ago and the stats are amazing because in the past few days when we got it up again we already scored 5000 users so 5000 customers in like 20 days mm-hmm. so basically when you're doing an online course what is the biggest problem you face um probably time exactly that's that is that was the main part so it is according to stats more than 99 like around 99.9% people i say with full guarantee do not complete a 25 hour online course that's the thing because it's just way too long a working professional cannot take out uh time 24 5 hours 24 to 25 hours to do a course online and so on comp academy you can learn anything in less than 90 minutes and we have experts from all over the world with us on board all the way from national geographic photographers to expert game developers and all of them are working on different kind of courses which can all be learned within uh, 90 minutes and the, and you can learn new skill within 90 minutes that's basically the philosophy and as you learn you gain points so we've gamified the whole process and how one can learn anything in less than 90 minutes from experts. Mm. Oh, that sounds exciting. Uh what what's the business model behind that? So a business model is that currently at the core stage because I told you we st- uh, we got a revamp and relaunched around 20 days back. A core stage is to uh, target the B2C market uh, on a subscription model 
uh, while focusing more on the perspective of getting uh, higher customers on a on a freer version, mm-hmm. but at the same time providing them also with an option to switch to a, a higher subscription, which gives them uh, much more advantages, mm. uh, especially for the avid learner, run, uh, avid learners and the curious ones among us. Mm. So people like me. And along with that, uh, our second model we are targeting is a B2B market mm. in which we are partnering with schools. We are already in the process of partnering with about five schools because I feel, because I personally feel that the school system in India is yet to develop a lot. Mm. While schools are focusing mainly on targeting uh, education, they forget the co-curricular part. And the co-curricular part is not limited to just putting the child in the field and making him run. Mm. That's not what's co-curricular. If the kid is in that interested in photography, he can be an amazing photographer. Mm. To give, get him access to all that. So we are partnering with schools because uh, we feel that apart from the B2C, if, uh, the B2C is a much more impactful market. And getting schools access to curriculum. So when a kid wants to learn photography, he can, photography, he can go home and in less than 90 minutes, he can, he can learn photography from an expert and get his, get his doubts cleared from an expert. Mm-hmm. Similarly for game development, similarly for philosophy, for you, for positive psychology, and we have some amazing people on board for that. It's a, it's amazing. How the hell are you doing this while at while at school? <laughs> so my typical work is. Do you actually go to school? I do go to school. Okay. So my typical work day is like. So I recently had an article on one of these Indian blogs, mm-hmm. which said, uh, "Student by day, entrepreneur by night." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So that, so that's my story. So I go to school. I as so like an, so. I, this is my ideal day. I, I can tell you that I, this every day is not an ideal day. Every day there are a lot of roadblocks. So this is only the ideal day. Mm. So I try get waking up at 3.45 in the morning. 3.45 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I did Ow. this for, I, I know I need my, I, I, it, the snooze button on the alarm clock had to be removed for that. Yeah. <laughs> so. That was the thing. So I did this only in the, I did this mainly for two months when I was finishing my book yeah. because I, I, I did, I wrote my international bestseller in about in less than two months. Cool. So the thing was, I used to get up at three forty-five in the morning, freshen up by four, have a, have a quick breakfast. And by four fifteen I was on my table till around six o'clock. I worked on my book and every day I gave it like one hour, 15 minutes, one hour, 20 minutes on my book, six to seven. I, I checked my emails and, then seven to seven thirty, I check. I I get like these days. I've been getting a lot of fan mails and all, which oh, I nice. really love. Yeah, love reading because those are like the best trash busters you can get. How someone appreciates your work. Although I'm really unhappy that I've not been able to just do justice and read all of them, mm-hmm. which I wanna, which I wanna free myself for a month and just sit and do that and nothing else. And but uh, currently, I try giving it at least an hour off and on in every week to continuously to read those fan mails and reply to reply to them if I can. And so that I'm at seven thirty, I need to go and get dressed in my school uniform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta get dressed. So yeah. For, so I have school. <laughs> uh, so by till this time, because I have a lot of early morning meetings, uh, thing is I have a lot of early morning meetings till this time. Uh, these meetings are mo- uh, mostly, in the US where the time zone is probably best to do early morning. Hmm. So when I do these meetings early morning, 
I am dressed in a suit mm. because these meetings are official are often very formal with our partners and all, and I need to represent as as the typical CEO. So I even grew a beard in the middle for that. Oh, cool. I'm lucky I got facial hair fast. <laughs> <laughs> pro tip for any, so, any, any pro tip for any entrepreneurs out there: grow grow a beard. <laughs> Definitely, it really helps with the seriousness. Until until I decided to, so now I'm completely uh, without any of that. So I decided to get it out and be authentic to me. But in the middle, I got that because I I wanted to, because for all those formal meetings in the suit. And at seven, I I get I get into my school uniform. I put on an undershirt under my school uniform, something I can put on with a blazer, mm-hmm. and I get to school. So this is uh, okay. So this is that I, this is a secret which I'm going to be disclosing now. That this is the the day I'm telling you is doing my examinations. So okay. I've not told this completely to my parents yet. Okay. That I've been doing all this behind my examination days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, examinations here are super serious so, in India, especially. So, so what what do your classmates and teachers think of this then? <laughs> so, school is very funny. I have a lot of ironical situations. Mm. I go to school like my school is run by this company called KKEL, like I earlier mentioned, mm. and I'm an honorary advisor to KKEL. Right. So, I'm an honorary advisor to the company that runs the school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you see. Uh, and the second thing is so I, it's like i go to school i come back from so i come back from school and when i'm in the car i just i that's why i keep an undershirt that i can just remove my school, uh, the t-shirt to my school uniform and put on a blazer like like, Believe like me, superman exactly i feel completely that's what i was about to say i feel like superman just getting ready to fly <laughs> and <laughs> i that's when i get into office and get into work and often this is the funny part so that i have to Get out from school, and I need to rush to the rush and fly out and get and go because I specifically like to be at schools where I charge. It feels really cool, and I feel I can put an impact on kids. Hmm. So I go. Kids sounds really funny now when I say kids. <laughs> yeah, but <definitely. laughs> so so so, uh, so you know when when you're in class, are, are you listening to the teacher or are you thinking about your startups? <laughs> so if I was to say. Yes, I listen to the teacher very carefully. That's <laughs> okay. what I'm saying, but I I know what I do. I don't. So I just study. I so I study. I know I'm a like most like a lot of kids. I start I start studying just two months, two months before an examination. I was supposed to prepare two years for. <laughs> okay, that's the board examinations in India. I start so kids are preparing for two years. I, Preparing two months back, and uh, do a little bit that I so like I had this one very sad scenario during my board exams. So I had my last so board exams in India are an overhyped thing. In fact, they're really really major here, mm. and that's one major year I want to impact that that uh, motivate people to get out of the rat race. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, uh, what I feel is that in the board examinations, so when I had the last examination coming up. Two days before the last examination, I have we had a major hacking attempt on K Star. Oh, right, okay. Well, a major, major. So our servers were down for like three days, and especially with the amount of user base we have, we were getting we got more than a hundred complaints. So believe me, I was like I was in the middle of my last examination, yeah. and I had and it was getting really bad because of the hacking attempt. So yeah, so I was so that's the funny that's decisions I have to make. Who, so who, who was it then? Or was it for uh, a specific country? 
So we weren't able to find out a lot. Uh, probably we could figure it out within India itself, oh. within India or Philippines. But then we decided to step back and we worked on certain backups and we got them out our server. Hmm. And we claimed yes, we played Clash of Clans with. <laughs> <laughs> So I was playing games before my examination. Hmm. Only the thing was so. These are the these are the funny decisions I have to make, whether to study for my uh, examinations or so the priorities. Like similar to that, like when like I'm I am often leaving for uh for the, for some to fly or uh to take a train or something, hmm. and I have my mom asking me, "Have you finished your homework?" <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of situation I go through. Have I finished my homework? And my answer is always yes. Mm-hmm. It's always yes. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> I don't want you to be. Yeah, yeah. So, what what is it you want to do after school then? After you leave school. So I'm um, I I personally like when it comes to academia. Although I don't believe a lot in the school system, I believe a lot in education. I like I've, I personally have teach myself a lot of things. Like I've been like I started studying. The Albert Einstein's uh, relativity theory. If you heard of it, Albert Einstein's yeah, relativity yeah, theory. Yeah. I, I started. I, stu- I don't know what it is, but I've definitely heard of it. <laughs> so that's the E equals M C square theorem. So I started studying that in grade seven. And what was it you want to do with that then? So I was very curious about physics. Right. So that's something normally we're supposed to study in PG. So every teacher. So I I remember I went to my teacher asking them that I have a doubt in the doubt. And I got, I had a textbook of Albert Einstein's theory for postgraduate students, and I got a good scolding. Let go and find a college professor, which I actually did. Cool. So, although, so the thing which my major lack of interest in school is that what the school tries teaching, that is not what I feel is what it should actually teach. Mm. Like I'm really interested, and I've worked a lot on do various theories. I love physics. I'm a big fan of physics, and I work on. A, I study a lot of papers. I've personally been working on a lot of research papers. They are like my. So they are like my recreation. Working on research papers, however awful that sounds, but they are my recreation. So I want to pursue my education after this. I'm aiming for MIT after I finish my edu- uh, finish my school education, which I'm doing very sincerely, mm-hmm. and uh, calling on and calling off mm-hmm. sincerely. <laughs> you mentioned your book, your international bestseller book. What, what's it called, and what's it about? Yeah. So before, yeah. So the, it's called "Know It Works Before It Works." Like uh, another, like that was another thing when I was working on my book. I made sure that by writing the book, I was finding mistakes in my school books. Imagine. So I was right. I once I remember I wrote a mail to the author of my school book that he has a spelling mistake in my school book. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so that's the situation. Spell, does not use a spell checker then. Yeah, probably they need to start doing that. I I personally also under the hooks. First time when I released my book, I did have a lot of spelling errors oh, on my book. Okay. Secret for all the listeners. Yeah, I did have that. a lot of spelling errors on my book. Yeah, but I'm aiming for Massachusetts Institute of Technology in the US. That's my that's my final goal. I want to do. I want to study there. And part time, I'm always working on my working on making something new, getting some money into my book. And yeah, and working on putting impact on more people. Mm-hmm. So my book was number one for startups in the United States of America. It was number one for small businesses and entrepreneurs in Japan, mm-hmm. and it did pretty well. So it's called Know It Works Before It Works: mm-hmm. How to Find Your Good Idea. So 
that was the basically the title we released it on the uh, 8th or 18th of november i'm not very sure and mm-hmm. uh, as soon as the book went out we quickly hit the best selling lists after i corrected the spelling errors mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it's basically about how we all come up with these fantastic ideas we want to make happen in this world but we never go ahead and make those ideas work mm-hmm. and because we're scared if it will actually work so that's what it's called no it works before it works mm-hmm. how to find your good idea and we work on the uh, so the book basically has a road map on how you can check if your idea works mm-hmm. by telling it with various parts and we got i got some really interesting philosophies by writing the book mm-hmm. about how how we consider three markets the present market the past market and the future market i realized that there are uh, so this is more of an extract from the book which i really like yeah, go for it. so there so there are like four markets according to me it's not the past it's the past market the present market and the and the near future and the actual future market mm-hmm. so when people ta- try targeting the uh, present market by the time they are into the market they do not have enough time to get profit out of it mm-hmm. similarly when they are targeting the future market they often end up targeting the when they targeting the near future market that is the best because till the time they have to get prepared for the market that's the time the market is correct mm-hmm. like with one of my companies the curious company i started this company after my ted talk and we we were we were way ahead of our time mm-hmm. the products we were working on were in correct here so i eventually got that down that was another roadblock and i plan to reach it again when the time is correct but for now we decided to get it down and so similarly and that's when is the distant future market which a lot of people make mistakes with mm. they think that the, that all the markets that the future market is the best but the distant future market is like a 20 year later market they start preparing now for a 20 year later market and they prepare their products in 6 months and they tell their team let's wait let's wait within 2 years their team is demotivated that they are in a they are in the wrong team they would the stock options would never be profitable and if they've, they've made a wrong decision and that's why that's the biggest thing so unless you think you can make the product and put it on hold for years mm. i feel people make a lot of mistake by getting into the distant future market mm. so these are small things i put into the book of how you can check if the idea works before it works mm. like a complete road map of of how you first test the problem statement you are targeting by checking five problems five, uh, five case scenarios and if you pass the problem statement then getting on to the solution statement mm. because most people have a hundred of hundreds of thousands of ideas mm. so how they can i got them a complete ready right now which they can go through before uh, every time they have an idea i was going to say before every time they are going to an examination but that would be wrong here mm. so before every time they have an idea they can check on to the ready right now and see if it is the correct thing for them and if they think it's the correct thing for them it's a ready reckoner that they uh, they can go through and if they think that this idea can kill it go for it man mm. you need to put the idea into the market and make it work mm. so yeah so i suppose that um, a lot of people come up come up with ideas and then they get discouraged by other people uh what 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 advice would you give to those people or or has it happened to you it always happens it i feel that's that is what the universe tests you so i have this thing that motivation so motivation what most people consider is the sum of motivation inside and outside i don't agree it's not the sum it's the multiplication so the motivation inside into the motivation outside and the motivation outside can never be zero 
so if the motivation inside so if the motivation outside is 0.1 it's so demotivating it's less than 1 it can you can actually increase it massively by increasing the motivation within so if the motivation outside is 0.1 you can make the motivation inside a million guess what you have 10000 mm-hmm. similarly if the mo- but however if the motivation outside is a million and the motivation inside is zero it's zero into a million it's zero so basically motiv- if the motivation is not there outside it is always there inside use the motivation inside mm-hmm. you be self motivated so don't depend on on the outside world for motivation mm-hmm. if you if the outside world is not motivating you forget them get on to yourself and motivate yourself and multiply the motivation outside by the motivation inside and guess what you have enough motivation definitely it's good wise words there um <laughs> is anyone helping you with this i mean do you have a mentor or uh, any advisors so i uh, yeah i do have a, i have a couple of mentors mm-hmm. and i'm so grateful to them like my first mentor i met him completely by coincidence mm-hmm. i like when i when i started up I, like any any startup entrepreneur in the first stage i was writing mails to everybody and every famous person i could think of i wrote a mail to jeff bezos i wrote a mail to tony robbins i wrote a mail <laughs> okay. to jeff jeff at amazon.com was it yeah jeff yes i wrote to the same idea i actually got a reply okay i think is that must be one of his secretaries yeah definitely <laughs> but i yeah. saying that jeff read my mail but he couldn't find time to reply back okay. <laughs> but yeah so but yeah so uh, so if jeff you ever listen to this podcast uh i'm coming for you <laughs> <laughs> too, 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 bu- too busy going to the moon i think this guy yeah <laughs> so i get there before <laughs> so yeah i'm coming for you jeff if you're listening to this podcast man you're such an inspiration let, let, let's say you met for a coffee uh, what what question would you ask him so i would i would ask him that uh, what can i do to be richer than you wow <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the first question <laughs> the first question okay what what do you think his answer would be is i i need to ask him this answer okay. i want to first see if he answers my question yeah so but if he does he's the man <laughs> but that guy is truly an inspiration i have one of his posters out posters with uh, which has it written that i'm written i'm coming i'm coming above mm-hmm. and i have the forbes list printed and put onto my room so yeah those are those that and i have like a whole wall of quotes so every morning i i get up see all my inspirations all the people who i look up to mm-hmm. and who i want to once be with and who i want to once uh go and shake hands with and beside that i have a ton of quotes which i read every day the and the forbes list and all that so that's my daily dose of inspiration that's, that's a really good idea that yeah you never know so <laughs> some, some kid may be waking up and seeing your your picture on the wall one day <laughs> the quote uh, yeah so i want to make sure he doesn't ask me the same question i want to ask jeff <laughs> yeah <laughs> interesting time but if he does But if he does, I'm going to have a good answer for him. Okay. You, you mentioned you, you mentioned your TED talk. How, how yeah, was that? So you seem you seem to like amazing. you seem to like talking. I love talking. <laughs> I love talking. I can talk, I can talk to it. Uh, I want to. I can talk twenty four seven. I love talking because I I feel I can empower so many people by talking, and I just love talking. <laughs> like ever since I was a kid, I was always the super talkative 
child mm-hmm. and i was always told to talk less until i started speaking at ted talks mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i so i continue to talk and talk because i feel you can like people tell you that you can uh, when you actually listen you can get empowered but i feel when you talk you can empower people and that i feel is very very important mm-hmm. to empower people what the inspiration you get from you develop inside and the one but you the one you get from outside if you do you need to return it back to the universe you need to be a part of the ecosystem mm-hmm. so i love to talk that's just a way of telling that i talk selflessly the truth is that i talk very self selfishly because i love talking mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is, is it you know a lot of people say you know age is a barrier but in in this case you know your 15 year school got two successful startups tedx talk book it doesn't seem to be a barrier it doesn't it definitely doesn't i feel that people put constraints on themselves that uh, I, that this is possible this is not possible and that, and guess what the constraints are only limited till someone does it someone once once would have said that crossing the 100 billion mark is not possible mm-hmm. jeff did it mm-hmm. similarly someone said that at 15 running two companies see i am going to i am just overhyping myself i hope jeff listens to this mm-hmm. i always think send, i think a lot i'll send him an email <laughs> yeah do please do that <laughs> so yeah so similarly somebody would be thinking that at 15 uh starting two companies or writing a best selling book is too far fetched and especially a best selling book about business without having 10 uh, decades of experience in business writing a best selling book about business is not possible at 15 mm-hmm. guess what these constraints are only there till someone breaks it mm-hmm. and the dates and that is it just believe in it because mm-hmm. in, so, in the in the book you talk about like value propositions then uh, uh how do you come up with any, any advice for our listeners So the so one big, big thing with the book was that when I was writing the book one major thing that was always there behind me was to target this major crowd of people who come and tell you you know Uber I thought of Uber before it was ever made I thought of Uber uh 10 years before Uber came in I thought of Uber in 1998 I thought of Uber in 2004 man why didn't you make Uber if you thought of Uber then why because so a lot of people actually never thought of it that way and a lot of people did not actually go ahead because they did not know it works before it works mm. and that's the main aim with my book to tell people and let them uh, go through and load if it works before it works so uh, all the listeners uh, so if if you can make time go and order my book on amazon mm. yeah i'm waiting cool. i'm waiting to get your order <laughs> um so, yeah so, yeah go go <clears throat> So major thing with me is that I I, I like I do at least one talk uh, every month. Uh, so like recently, no, this was not so recent. Like last year, I did a talk at uh, Youth Speak Forum the, by Isaac, and I do a couple of these talks because on and off around. So I like to go around like uh, and do these talks because I feel that everywhere, every time I speak. I feel like I can empower so many people by that, and I never like to step back from that empowerment because someday I heard Tony Robbins that got empowered by him. Mm-hmm. What's the best advice you've been given then? The best advice I've been given is to be authentic to me, mm-hmm. to be me, because the only person I can truly ever be is just me. And why do I want to lose that? I I don't want to be a million other people. I just want to be me because I'm one in a one in eight billion, and I don't want to. change that so basically for all the listeners just be yourself destiny is you you make your you make yourself work on yourself invest in yourself 
last question then. Uh, for people who want more information on you, your book, your startups, what must they do? Uh, just Google me. Yep. Just Google me. The, the Google Knowledge Board appears. That has all the links. Just Google me. Uh, it's Kunal. And for my surname, it's going to be written in the podcast. A uh, link else, I'm going to spell it out for you. It's C-H-A-N-D-I-R-A-M-A-N-I. I can actually rap. So, yeah. So, that's, so just Google me. Uh, even if uh, try to write the spelling correct and you'll get through. So once you Google, so Google me, and apart from that, for more information on me, do check out kunalchandiramani.com. Kunal, thank you for coming on the Indian Startup Show today. I wish you all the best. Neil, it was so good. Thank you so much for having me here. It was so much awesome stuff. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Thank you now. Bye, bye, bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Have a good day. Cheers, mate. Thanks to Canal for coming on the show today. Thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. I shall be back next week. If you're building something exciting, please send me an email. Hello at NeilPatel.co or tweet at IndianStartupMessage or go to facebook.com forward slash IndianStartupShow. Love to connect. Thank you and goodbye.